our prediction. And the logic of it is also something like this, as I've mentioned, that he who loves him the most, who flatters him the most, knows him the best. So this is quite a flattery to put him, at least from the point of view, from Tastavichar, objective analysis. Also, that analysis and consideration of Rasavichar, we come to the conclusion that Krishna is the, the source of Narayan. Knowing this is required for, for forgetting about this and entering into the, uh, the, the land in which Krishna himself has forgotten that he's the Supreme Personality. So I am Bhagavan in another sense means other than the original Supreme Personality Sayam <coughs> means like his own soul, his own self. When God wants to be himself. This is what we mean by Krishna. So very important chapters. We'll just uh, discuss only one text of the introduction. The introduction to this later consists of about twelve verses. Very beautiful verses describing the Lila of Krishna. It begins, as we discussed yesterday, with the um, early morning waking of Krishna, about 6 a.m. Normally, uh, this is uh, instigated by, by Ram, Rohinandan, standing in the courtyard blowing his conch. Conch, I should say, bugle, buffalo horn. At this age, the age in which this vila takes place, Ram and Krishna are just uh, on the cusp of their of entering into the Hogandalila at the Shesh Kumar, the end of the Kumar Lila. So at this time, they are given the, they are very much uh, starting to wear clothing and be a little concerned about it. <laughs> Not too much, but uh, a little bit concerned. And very much uh, interested in in cows and calves. At this time, they'll go with Nanda Maharaj daily at the end of this, let's say, Kumar Lila, into the forest along with him, in more or less pretense of assisting him in, in taking care of the cows. This is, of course, Krishna's Dharma, Kavari. And so the desire within them, they have some identification naturally with the, with the calves, as they are young boys themselves, develop the desire within them to herd the calves, take charge of the calves. And um, so this becomes a, both, a, both charming and a cause of concern for Dushoda Mai and Nanda Baba. Mother, father likes to see their son grow up and likes to see him stay young at the same time. So they're conflicted with these contradictory emotions at this time. And with regard to the tending of the calves, it's a cause of concern because it's moving in a direction, Krishna's uh, desire and nature, to herd the cows. Herd the cows means all day long. They'll be gone from the village eight, nine hours. Not even uh, as well the, the, the thought of separation, but the some anxiety for his well-being. 
So, of course, Ram is very much uh, part of Yashodama's plan to take to uh, take care of her beloved Krishna, being the elder brother. He's in a very difficult position, Ram. You know, it is mentioned by Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami that Ram took a vow after after Ram Chandra Lila, Sita Ram Lila, never to take birth again as the younger brother because he was put in so much difficulty in that uh, situation. The younger brother has to follow the lead of the elder brother and Ram did some things that made it very difficult for uh, Lakshman to agree with. And uh, so he, anyway, he made a battle. But uh, though in in Krishna Leela, of course, he's appearing as, as the elder brother in Dwarf Yuga, but the elder brother is also a difficult position for Balaram. He's the strongest amongst them. Sridham will take uh, second place in that regard. And when they have the, the kind of sportive play that, that's described in these introductory uh, verses to this section, beautifully described as Sukadev Goswami, uh, then um, there will be some uh, fighting and uh, game playing involving taking different sides, Rama on one side, Krishna on the other. And Krishna, by some type of trickery, will cause a mutiny in Ram's party, and he will be defeated. And Ram will want to chastise him, but he cannot do that because he's been appointed by Mother Yashoda to protect him. But he cannot. You cannot uh, chastise him in any, in any visible way or in any way that Ram might, that, that Krishna might make a complaint. So his position is, is uh, in this respect, awkward, whether the younger brother or, or elder brother. The two are fast friends. It is said that Ram, born only a short time before Krishna, was beautiful and charming in every way. Only one small difficulty that he appeared to be deaf and dumb. He didn't respond to any sound or uh, speak. But it, you can imagine that his, his qualities were so uh, extraordinary and overwhelming that such a prominent thing in your son, which would be rather a cause of concern and considerably disconcerting, was, this was overridden by his, his uh, otherwise extraordinary qualities, beauty, and so forth. And it wasn't until that the two sons were put on the same lap, the mother and Sarita, around again, to uh, indicate that indeed he could, he could make noise and he could hear, <laughs> and he was fully attentive. This is around. A young lady told me that I very much am interested in, 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 in Ram, in Balaram. I'm attracted to him. So I said, you have to understand who's going on. You make a statement like that, but do you know what it what is what it's Balaram? Kaviraj Krishnadas has made the point of giving five very uh, powerful verses in the onset in his Mongol charan of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita to describe the ontological position of Ram, Nityananda Ram. No difference. 
Because uh, at least as Nityananda Prabhu, Ram is a little difficult to understand. He's wearing his heart on his hand. You know, it's said in your sadhaka day, you should not act as if in your siddha to him. But <laughs> Ram, Nityananda Ram was drinking milk from the teats of the cows directly, and, uh, such things. Wearing his, uh, his heart outside, very difficult to understand in the world. In the religious world, even in the world of uh, of sadhana, serious spiritual practice, so in in many ways, throughout the text, and especially as I say in the beginning, by introducing introducing Ram with such uh, powerful verses, Kaviraj Goswami has gone to some length to protect us from misconstruing the position of Nityananda Prabhu, position of Ram. He made aspire. I mean, it may, it's possible. We may have some natural aspiration to pursue the highest ideal of Mahaprabhu's lineage. Certainly, as I mentioned today, we will talk about that and offer the full meal to everyone and invite them to come and sit down. And as they sit, then they take according to their capacity and find their place somewhere in the virtually room. But if our capacity, our adhika, our, our Sadharma uh, should be such that we can take a place as a handmaiden, for example, Sri Radha, then we should not think that Ram is not important to us because he doesn't participate directly in that. If he should come in the room, then Radha will get up and, and, and leave for the most part, out of deference to the other brother. So, both Krishna Kaviraj Goswami, Vrindavan Das Thakur, and Chaitanya Bhagavat have gone great lengths to stress to us the importance of Brahma. So I told this young lady like this, you should know who is Brahma. We sing a song in the morning at our ashram. Vijomane Bhokshe Tava Jhalamala Sutra Padukaparai Dwari Patra. This is describing Mahaprabhu's Nishantalila, the early morning waking of Mahaprabhu. Dinamani Navdite Kore Udhar Goranga Lilamohima Mile Bhaktagana All the bhaktas they're coming and gathering. Dinamani Navdite the jewel of the of the day Navdite it has not yet risen. Jewel of the day of the sun and it is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Dinamani Naudite Kore Udar Gorangalila Mohima All the bhaktas are gathering Bhaktagana Mile to sing the glories of Gorangalila Mahaprabhu. Eto Premananda Vishwa Such prem, such love the world has, has never seen before. Such love, such such uh, uh, feeling. Goranga lila, Audarja apar, Audarja apar. Our ashram is named Audarja apar. Such generosity is uh, extraordinary. That lila. Then 
Nityananda Prabhu is uh, introduced on the scene. Vijamani Vakshetava, Jalamala Sutra. Mahaprabhu is Vijmani, the, the jewel of the Dvijas, who were Brahmanas, twice born. And so he has a, uh, on his on his bhakti, on his chest, he has a, a sutra, and it's Jalamala Sutra, a very effulgent, uh, brilliant sutra, thread. Thread means it's on his torso, in the middle of his body. You understand the meaning? Then, Paduka Parai Dware Aratopatra. He's seated on his bed and at the door is his shoes and umbrella. All these things are introduced. The sutra, the shoes, the umbrella, the bed. Whether he's lying, whether he's standing, whether we look from him at the top of his head or from the soles of his feet or the middle of his torso, Nityananda is involved in, in every way in the service of Gauranga Mahaprabhu. So, so Ram. Ram's disposition is mixed as Saka, but like Suhit Saka, who has some well-wishing, some mixture of Vatsalya and Dasya. All these three things are brought out in, in Ram's sentiment. And using them in every way, governing over all those sentiments for that matter. Sakya, Vatsalya, and uh, Dasya Bhakti. And expressing those sentiments in service to Ramanuja, his younger brother, very important person, and two very close friends. As we mentioned yesterday, such close friends that Chukadeva Goswami said, Kwachit, there's a spe- on this particular day, a unique day. Every day has its pattern, but every day has its variations also. So while it's normal, for Krishna, for Balaram to come first into the courtyard and blow his horn. This, and also at this age, this cusp, so to speak, the Sandhyam of Kumar and Pavanda, they're very much uh, practicing that, blowing the bugle horn and learning to work with the sticks and, uh, as I say, following their father and pretending to take care of the, of the cows as if it was dependent upon them. In a spirit also of service to Nanda Maharaj, their father. This is, of course, Indian culture. The son is very much trained to assist the father, and it's expected that, well, you have a son, and he will take over the business, and it's an investment to have, uh, have children. So, Krishna in this disposition, Balaram in this position to help Nanda Maharaj. Balaram, as I say, normally comes to the courtyard sounds that buffalo horn. And the Priyanamas then, who have privy to the romantic life of Krishna, they will come into his room. Subal, Arjun, Ujvala, Madhu Mangal. Because they can deflect evidence of his romantic life that would otherwise become a cause of concern for Yashodamai by giving excuses and, and uh, explaining away things that... Uh, that are indicative of his romantic affairs in the night, because they are privy to them, the Priyanarma. You know that uh, Subal has described and discussed a little bit these different types of sakas, 
yesterday. Subhanas described a very special position he takes that um, Radha's Sandesh Brindam Kutayati Subala Krishna Syakarini. Radha Sandesh means the, 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 the message of Radha. Radha Sandesh Brindam in, in group. All of the messages of Radha that he, uh, this Suval is in Bhaktisvakirasamita Sindhu in, in, in singling out the position of the Priyanarma amongst the Sakras, Rupa Goswami explains something about the speciality of different boys in conjunction with different Yuteshwaris, Rupees. The implication of the verse is, while naming, for example, he says, Subal is always delivering all the messages, whispering into the ear, Krishna Syakarini, into the ear of Krishna, all the messages of Radha. And Ujjwal is doing this on behalf of Shama, and this one on behalf of so and so, and this one on behalf of another. All of them are Yuteshwaris, the four gopis mentioned, and all of the boys have some connection with them. With regard to their participation in the romantic affairs of Krishna. What he's saying, what is implied there, Obhidrata is a group leader of Subal with regard to this aspect, which sometimes causes his bhav to be described um, like a sakhi. He's fully sakha. But with regard to this, he has some activities and sentiment similar to a, a lady friend who would counsel Radha in her pangs of separation from Krishna. As I mentioned, someone has to counsel Krishna also. He has pains of separation. <laughs> this is the speciality of those, those boys. You know that the first one that Krishna was able to tell about his romantic life, who was that? Is it Uda? No. No. How could he tell Uda much about his romantic life? Uda was coming much later. later. That, that life has been has fully blossomed by that time. It's reached its apex, its, its zenith. Yes. All gopis, they went independently when it was announced that, that, that they should be married and, and the arrangements were being made proceeding, they went independently, not knowing one another's desire, not having even gotten to know one another very well, on their own to the Jamuna to commit suicide, enter into the, into the water of the Jamuna with a mantra that if I, if I cannot have the son of, if I cannot live in the house of Nanda Maharaj as my father-in-law, him as my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, the, the son of Rohini, and my life as Rohini. There they met one another, all with the same uh, <laughs> idea. And Kalintiji, she came from the Jamuna like a came like an omen from the sky to try to dissuade them. And Purnamasi, who's making all the arrangements for the marriage, and knows behind it it's not really going to take place. It's, you'll never be in the hands of another, another, another person. There's not a chance of that. There's not a, not, a, not a slimmest possibility. 
This is the tattva. The sense that they have uh, their men as their boys as their husbands, nonetheless, is a reality because because it's not true, but it's true because truth dharma dharma also means truth. Truth is what samsidir haritoshanam haritoshanam. That is truth. However much Hari is toshana is pleased, however much Hari is satisfied, that is truth. So because he takes great satisfaction in this myth of their being married to others, then it is it is true. Otherwise it is a it is a sentiment certainly desirable. It facilitates the, the full of the expression, pursuit of an expression of the of the connoisseur of love, Rasaraj. Krishna. So, Purnamasi came, Brinda Devi, and Purnamasi, of course, is living on the banks of the Jamuna with Madhumangal. And Krishna, meanwhile, she collected up those gopis, pacified them in some way, convinced them not to be concerned, then went with Brinda Devi Madhumangal to find Krishna. There was Krishna sitting on the dais meditating. And they tiptoed up when Masi volunteered some poetic statements indicating her knowledge of his sentiments. He was meditating at the time, will I get Radha as my companion? Does she know that other gopis? Do they know how I feel about them? You know, the pangs of a young boy loving a young girl and wondering if she feels similarly about him. This was his uh, meditation. This is the dhyan of, of Krishna. Mm-hmm. So, he gave a poetic statement indicating something to the effect that, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a two-sided affair. It's a two-way affair. So Krishna came out of his trance and then Purnamasi offered him the gift of Madhimangala. I'm going to give you the this boy as a gift. So the two embraced, and off they walked, and Krishna told the story, his plight. This is my problem. These are very dear friends of Krishna. You know, we emphasize, of course, and appropriately so, the highest ideal of Mahaprabhu, this uh, but Mahaprabhu came ultimately to taste that which the Braj Lila did not facilitate. Thinking like this, we have to consider what is the position of Gaur Lila? We often think of it as a means to enter Krishna Lila. But Krishna is entering it to fulfill his unfulfilled ambitions in the Braj Lila. Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami says, like a great fountain. Gaur Lila is flowing in all directions, like rivers of Krishna Lila. Which is first? Uh, which is more important? Mahaprabhu or Krishna? Sometimes people ask the question. In effect, Kaviraj Goswami is saying, first the giver, then the gift. Without the giver, there is no gift. Mahaprabhu is the giver. In, in all, uh, in, 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 uh, and uh, very generously giving. So, although we like, we, it's important to talk about that, this is the, the, the ace, 
Braj Lila in general is the, is, the, is, the, is the romantic life of Krishna, which is the, what the whole Braj Lila is about, is, is, is basically the trump card of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. We want to preach and distinguish our tradition from others. We won't be about by talking about reincarnation, vegetarianism, or ashram. Those things don't have their place. But tastefully, and this is important because it's all about taste, tastefully, such that the common people can draw some tattva from that and apply that in their life to actually experience the power that makes up that, the various problems that make up that land. That should be done. And we do that, but it should be clear to us also that we should have a spiritual conception of that, not that we will denigrate those of other sentiments. Because that highest sentiment, all of these are dependent, they're interdependent upon one another. You cannot just have the hero and the heroine, you have to have all the supporting players in the drama as well. So it's a, it's a holistic affair. I remember that um, many years ago, about 20-some years ago, Sridhar Marsh was speaking about uh, our Prabhupada and uh, somehow the topic came up of, of his of sentiments. And of course, Sridhar Marsh lived with Prabhupada for many years in Calcutta after the break of the and he knew him well, and um, he also uh, studied carefully his preaching campaign and drew certain things from that. And he uh, volunteered the, uh, his own personal insight and opinion as to Prabhupada's sentiments and aspiration. And he liked to cite that quote. This is coming in this leela. This is a leela in which Prabhupada left the world also. Like this, rolling, frolicking, playfully. Almost opening of Krishna Balaram temple is the fulfillment of Prabhupada's prayer at the beginning, at the dawn of his preaching. Oh my friend, when we meet again, that would make me so happy. That would be such happiness to meet you again. And in the, in the pastures, Herding the cows, we will go. Vani kotta vani chutta chutte. Through a kotta vani, so many bond for us, we'll, we'll go. He's saying, I want to go with Vani. Vani kai lutta bhuti. Laughing, frolicking. Kobi hobi se dingo, kobi hobi se dingo. When can I, when will that happen? It's such a nice poem. He negotiated, as I mentioned the other day, with Krishna. If you, it would be good for you if Radharani becomes pleased. This is it. My dear friend. My dear friend, he says, uh, Krishna, that, that if it's fixed, like the pole star, Dhruva, Dhruva Ati Bholi Tomatai, 
I'm saying to you with, uh, with, with definitively, this is the kind of advice that Subal will give to Krishna, moral advice. Somebody asked me on the Sangha that we have on the internet, questions and answers. What is the importance of the Chanaka uh, Pandit's uh, statements for Gaudiya Vaishnavism? Chanaka Pandit says, you know, if you're going to deal with politicians, be a politician. If you're going to all that kind of moral and ethical advice, good advice for dealing in the world, at least in that culture. It might have to be modified for our present culture. So someone asked me, what is the importance of this for Gaudiya Vaishnavism? Oh, it's very important. It's very important. It can be, I should say, very important. If we have sentiment like Subhal, you have to know all those things. Because all this kind of advice he's constantly giving Krishna. In terms of Leela, that's important for us. In terms of our sadhana, it's not very important. Maybe in the higher state of sadhana, you may cultivate that for that purpose. You follow me? So giving moral advice to Krishna. So this is good moral advice. He says, Oh, e punya korive jodhi. You, uh, you will get piety, Krishna, if Radharani is pleased. Your life will become pious, auspicious, if Radharani is pleased. I'm telling you this on no uncertain terms. Now, having got your attention, my dear friend, I have a, a petition to lay before you, a proposal. My Gurudev, Nayana Mani Manjari, Saraswati Thakur, who is in Radha's camp, and very dear to her, has given me an order, very difficult order, to, to preach about you in your form of glory in the Western world. Well, they don't know anything about you today. So, my suggestion is this. If you give me the power to do that, Radha's handmaiden will be very pleased. Therefore, she will be very pleased. There's no difference. And you will become pious. And your life will become successful. This is the sum and substance of Gaudi Vaishnavism. And as we know, Krishna agreed. Take the Shakti. Do it. They are all the fruit of that in many respects. That they're making this prayer and laying before Krishna his task, the order of his Gurudev to preach. He reasons, after a life of preaching, Mahaprabhu spent so many years in preaching, six years in preaching, after taking sannyas, and going largely the length and breadth of India, through the south and to, uh, to, to the Vrindavan side, preaching widely, then residing in Puri, at a certain point in the end of the Madhya then he retiring from the preaching for his bhajan life. And we want to study Mahaprabhu's whole life because it is Acharya Leela that we learn. The sannyas Leela is more dear to us as a sadhaka because from that we learn how to be a sadhaka, both in both in the sense in sadhana bhakti and, and the, the kind of sadhana or practice that is uh, found in, in, in largely in, in bhava bhakti. Otherwise, Mahaprabhu is sannyasli is not of interest to us. We are interested in his himadami my pandit, not as a sannyasi, without, not with any aishwarya in terms of the nitya, but in terms of accessing that, 
the sannyas lila becomes very important to us. Sometimes it is called acharya lila. He's teaching that how we should conduct ourselves, such as we may enter there. The lila of Mahabharata, in some substance of that, is the kirtana chiva sangam, but no one could get in. As you know, only a few. Some people try to force their way in on the basis of their own conception of what is piety, and they were rejected. But some good, sincere souls who could appreciate in, in a general way something very high is going on there in the house of Sri Vas. And although I don't have adhikara for that, I would like to enter there. So rather than running in, trying to break down the doors of the house of Sri Thakur with their shoes on to enter that, they sat on the bank of the Ganges patiently and aspired for that. And for them, Mahaprabhu came out. And Gorihalai Namo Krishna Jadalai Namo. He began his Sankirtan, taking it into the streets. A more contained Sankirtan, but all that is with the, the full experience of Krishna Nam Sankirtan, that is also going on. Ram, Ram, Ram Krishna Mahabhaho. These boys are singing name Ram first, sometimes name of Krishna back and forth. And uh, gopis are performing Sankirtan in Gopi Gita. That have brought Krishna back from hiding. So it has its place in 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 in, in Sadhya and place in, in Sadhana. This uh, Krishna Nam, Nam, Nam Kirtan. But what is the best method? Mahaprabhu brought the Sankirtan, all the highest ideal an experience of uh, the kirtan of Trivasangam as present, it is Nagrasan kirtan in potential if we apply ourselves in relation to that. So he brought it up. That is the entry point where we want to enter into that. That, uh, that, that in, in Nadia, that Leela. He comes out of there and his whole life, in a sense, Leela is teaching how to enter there. Nagrasan kirtan, wide uh, circulation, Sarsati Thakur gave dynamic idea of kirtan for that matter, the preaching, to go and sit in the jungle and simply remember Krishna, that would not be so easy. But to try to figure out how to explain, awaken Shraddha for Krishna consciousness in everybody in the world, modern world, that would be very consuming for the mind. <laughs> that will certainly consume your mind with Vishnu K. That's what he talked in his powerful song. Vaishnava K. Oh, my dear mind, what kind of what kind of Vaishnava are you? Sitting only and chanting. And what is the mind thinking only? I'm good chanting. I'm chanting nicely. People see me here. I'm simply doing now. In this way, getting prestige and thinking of uh, money and the wealth and whatever. This was Saraswati Thakur gave this song after sitting in Bhajan for about eight years in Jagannath Puri. Constant chanting. This is this is what he or this is what he, he had to say. Oh, what kind of Vaishnava were you? When he began his his kirtan, his preaching. Such a high thing. <laughs> he wanted to show regard for that. Therefore, Pujala Raga Patagorabangi. Matala Sarajana Vishayarangi. Vishayarangi. This is a this is encapsulated uh, 
this statement is the, the vision of this emphasis of Saraswati Thakur in, in the capsule, in the nutshell. Pujala Rabha Puta that high idea we'll keep above our head. We'll circulate on, on this plane in preaching, and of its own accord, it will, it will be disposed towards us. Nothing will charge in there, as I say, with our shoes on. Krishna's about to go now for cowherding Leela. You're not wearing shoes there. This is the idea. <laughs> you, you have to leave something at the door. So many things. You have to leave your whole sense of personality. All, all we are our desires. We have to be dismantled and left at the door. And only this desire, to serve Krishna, and how he would like us to serve, it will become apparent as if it is our own desire. So Mahaprabhu is showing how to enter that, that Kirtana Chiva Sangam, corresponding with the entire Vrindavan experience when it comes. We have to go in, in, in stages, gradually. You know the theory, the ideal, we may aspire for that, but we must apply ourselves practically in such a way that we can actually actually go So, Krishna, Ram, day in the life of Krishna, well, normally Balaram would blow the horn and the Priyanarmas will come and wake him and then Jashodamayi will also come and Krishna will begin his day going, milking the cows and uh, then a bathing, taking his breakfast, and uh, he can't be happy taking his breakfast on two accounts. If Radharani didn't cook it, and if all his friends aren't there. So they're all generally coming with their millions and millions of assistants, some of whom have arrived by sadhana, some who are there forever, some who have come from heaven, different types of friends all in assisting roles to the principal uh, players in that aspect of Krishna Lila. The important aspect, as I said, it's a holistic affair. When Sridhar Maharaj was speaking about the sentiment of Prabhupada as he perceived it to be, some affinity for friendship with Krishna, citing the prayer, citing the, his installation of Krishna, and his preaching campaign like that of Nityananda Prabhu, I mean, that power in so many ways, gave a very scientific explanation, spiritually scientific, very compelling and interesting. Some of my godbrothers on the other side of the river said, oh, he's criticizing Prabhupada, saying that he has the sentiment for a sakha, rather than as a gopi. And it came back to Sridhar Maharaj, he said, what? Yeah, I thought it was rather a compliment. What do they think Sakyarasi is? What are they thinking? Is a bad thing? They're thinking, he was trying to understand. They're thinking it is a bad thing? So, whatever may be the case, the idea is, the point I'm making, whatever anyone's sentiment may be, that we may reason, that is another point, we may reason one way, we may reason another way. I once spoke with, with, with Puri Maharaj. I was singing the prayer of Prabhupada, the one I cited, the prayer he wrote on Jalabhutu. We came to that part. He said, Oh, what is this? Sakirasa. And then I talked to him, you know, in different places, everyone gives some evidence here, there, by 
different logic and incidences in the life of their Guru Dave and thing that he might have said, usually especially in Gaudi collecting some small pieces because this is usually a little bit of a closed mouth thing in, in, in Gaudi Math, not widely spoken about. <coughs> so some little hint here. And because it's not widely spoken about, some people from outside say, well, you don't have these things in Gaudi Math. Uh, you don't know anything about Rasa Tattva. There's no, there's no Rasa in Gaudi Math. There's no Bhav in Gaudi no Rav in Gaudi or Iskan. Iskan is the child of Gaudi Math. First reincarnation, I feel like. Uh, they make this kind of critique for us because we're a little closed lips about uh, these uh, higher topics. We have our reasoning for that, we have our standard right, given by Saraswati Thakur. Not only by him, but probably you know it actually. If you study him very carefully under a microscope, you'll find there's no difference from what you know in his emphasis. So sometimes to make the case that we have these two, then disciples will find a little something here or there. Gurudev said this, wrote that, saw him like this, and reach a conclusion. So I was talking with Puri Goswami much about that. He said yes, and he said, but none of them have said those things, have given any conclusive thing. He said, he said, Baba, you know, real pramana. He was very much reminiscent of Prabhupada's way of speaking about these things. He said, Prabhu, Baba, real pramana is, uh, let me say, like pratyaksha, experience, direct experience. This is pramana. He said, nothing else is, ev- is, is conclusive evidence. You have to go there. <laughs> you have to go there and find out. Meet your Gurudev on that platform. So, any point I'm making is only that all these sentiments are glorious. We should not have an orientation towards a particular sentiment that is mundane and causes us to make a statement like, oh, he said a bad thing, thinking out of Gurudev is in a lower sentiment. All these things are high. Every time Kaviraj Goswami twice in Chaitanya Chaitanya mentions the objective glory of Singarasa, which he says, therefore it is best I must call it Madhurja. Each time he says it, he qualifies his statement in the following shloka by saying, but every sentiment, whoever has whatever sentiment, any of these sentiments, that is best for them. And as I say, all are dependent upon one another. In Kuchetra, Krishna offered to, again, to formally take the hand of Radha, which was her aspiration. But because all of the background of grudge was not in place, she, not, she couldn't have it. So, we have them, should have a holistic idea about this. If we come in touch with the grudge leader, we'll be coming in touch with all these people. Yashoda, Nanda Maharaj, Subal, Sridham, Rupa Manjari, Vishaka, Lalita, Yamuna, Gurvardhan. Shiva Marshmans gave a nice poetic explanation of Daska Swami's Pranam, Guru Pranam Sloka, you know, Nama Sesta, Vakisachi Putra Matra Sarupam, this verse, Nama Sesta, ah, my Guru Deva has given me the highest conception of the name given by the son of Sachi, Nama Sesta, Sachi Putra Matra Sarupam, Syagra Jatam, Guru Purim, Maturim, Ghostavati, Raha Kundam, Givaram, Oh Radhika Maharaj. 
explaining, Gurudeva has given me the Krishna Nam, highest conception of Krishna Nam, as, as distributed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He's brought me in touch with the Vidhi of, of Sanatana, who helps me to cross to the rag in, in, under the guidance of Rupa, and acquainted with Mathura, Mandal, Govardhan, Radhakun. After giving a nice explanation, he said, So, when we become acquainted with all of these things, Radhakund, Giridaj, Govardhan, the service of Radhamadava, the significance of Sanatana Goswami's emphasis, we understand the significance of Rupa Goswami's emphasis. Of course, Das Goswami doesn't mention the, the significance of his own emphasis and his own pranam to Sri Rupa, but it's implied. All these things, the highest conception of Nam, then we can say we have understood the mission of our Guru at that time, I was just coming under the shelter of Guru Maharaj, Omushkipada, Vakrakshidavirvasana Maharaj, as my Shikha Guru, about 18, 19 years ago. And some of my godmothers, of course, took exception to this. And one of them was a friend of mine from our Brahmachari days, and was very much influential in, in Los Angeles. And I had occasion to meet with him. And there was to be a discussion as to my uh, affinities with Sridhar Maharaj. So I thought, what will be the discussion? What will he say? And um, I came, this is a long story, but to make sure that I came into why I was there and how it happened. Many people that I came into his room to have the discussion and Balabhanta Prabhu, with Ramaswar and Balabhanta, the two of them at the time. Uh, and they are great souls, I have no, no doubt. Maybe they're sometimes uh, for the sake of uh, Gurudev's Leela, some people will become bewildered. Teachings will be brought out from that. So, they, they were, the book was there, Sridhar Maharaj's talk, in which this explanation was given. And it was open to that page. And I thought, oh, just see, he's read this. This explanation of Daskas on this Guru Pranam. Mm-hmm. To, uh, and, and, and I thought, oh, this is going to be nice. He's understood. <laughs> this is good. He, I mean, he read that. How could you not think, wow, this is, this is what he's, this commentary is. I want to sit at the feet of the person who's made such a commentary, who can help me to come in touch with my Guru Dave's mission and what it's all about, all of these things. We sat down and we discussed back and forth so many things, and I realized probably he doesn't seem to be on the same page as I thought. And then this slogan came up. He said, What is this? He said, Our Gurudev's mission is book distribution. You know, and I was, a, in Prophet's words, the incarnation of book distribution. So I knew something about book distribution. <laughs> and I knew it, it was about all these things. And if it wasn't about all these things, if it was just a book-selling affair, and it wasn't kirtan, and the full giving of oneself, and self-sacrifice, and surrender, that would bring the inner wealth. And I have to tell you, Prabhupada was kind of me. I got some inner wealth. I stood many days in the Los Angeles airport, and it wasn't the Los Angeles airport. Prabhupada once told in a lecture in the morning in Los Angeles that, so, he said, and he looked at me and said, you should know 
We are not living in Los Angeles. <laughs> that night I took rest in the ashram and we used to sleep, you know, 30, 40, 50 brahmacharis in each room. There were two rooms, side by side, you know, lay out on the floor, slept on the floor. And in those days we had four bins of big, tall bins with, with uh, buckets with clothes in them. There'd be a kurtas in one, jodis in another, kopins in another, and towels in, in the fourth one. And if you were renounced, you wouldn't look in and pick one. You just close your eyes. I was moved. So in the night, I woke up to answer the call of nature, and I went in to pass urine, and I came out, and, and, and from the window I could see the lights of Los Angeles, and all turned into Vaikuntha. All these words are echoing in my ear. This is Vaikuntha, and. <laughs> The whole place turned into Vaikuntha. I had the darshan of the spiritual world. I didn't speak the rest of the night. So I like that. And also, I had many... So, uh, book, just selling a book? Uh, that may not... What was selling a book in Prabhupada's mission wasn't to open a bookstore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that wasn't the idea. It was a dynamic idea of kirtan. Not everybody applied themselves in that way. That's true. But those who did, they, they, they got some inner wealth, some inner experience. And sometimes they looked and they saw those airplanes with Vimanas made of flowers and, <laughs> and so many things. We found a way to, to, to engage our minds. It was rather consuming. So, I couldn't relate to the, uh, this uh, idea at the point at that time when he said, our Guru Maharaj's mission is about book distribution, because what he understood book distribution to be at that point, at least, seemed more like a, like a marketing plan than what, what I saw it to be. So, to be acquainted with all these things, this is Krishna consciousness, this is the mission of our Guru Dev, this is what he wants of us. And... Uh, it is a high thing, very high thing. Very, um, we have to find our place there by, by spiritual practice. Here in this lila, as I say, Prabhupada left the world in the context of writing about this lila, and with the establishment of his deities in Vrindavan, such a huge success that was for him, such a triumph. I mean, I know from my perspective, I was speaking with Yadavar about it because he was interviewing me about some tape video in which I was here. As I said the other day, as an extra in the Leela of Prabhupada with regard to opening the Christian ball around Monday. I was in the field, and largely the funds that we raised through book selling, they were sent to the BBT. I used to live out of a bag, a little bag that would put my clothes in the bag and belongings, shoulder pad, and go to the next temple, empty it out and fill it with books. And then we would sell the books all day when it came time to go to the next temple. We had enough for our fare and every other single paisa went to to, to Prabhupada's BBT. And during this period, principal, the funds were principally allocated for the building of the Krishna Bala on Monday or so. It was dear to us, the Krishna Bhagavan, the idea, and we knew something about the struggle. And we struggled to help make it possible in service and in the field. 
And we would hear it was supposed to open at this date. It was supposed to open at that date. We all wanted to go for the opening. We thought this would be, be a, make quite a huge samskar of bhakti for us to have this experience of the opening of the temple because it's so important to Prabhupada. This is his. This is this was his hometown, his office in Bombay, his place of worship in Mayapur, worship in Mayapur, live in Vrindavan. This is Gauravaishtism. Worship Goranga. Uh, live in Vrindavan. This was his home. He, this is his hometown. But even the hometown people didn't really fully uh, recognize and in some respects, at least ostensibly, accept him. In terms of what? They accepted him when he lived in Vrindavan. That is Bhajan, that, that Radhadhamadar, and uh, in, in Keshigat. They accepted him then. then. But they didn't accept him in connection with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he would not give up that connection with us merely for their acceptance. We can never give up connection with him. And any sexual you may get from anywhere will only be as valuable, we will think, as it, as it serves to, to uh, fan that, that sentiment. To, to, to strengthen that sentiment with tattva and, and proper understanding, allow it to blossom to its fullest extent. We know him in Vrindavan. Know him in terms of his own, as I said, aspiration, which is in some extent, to some extent fulfilled with the opening of that temple. He said, after preaching, then I'll get a chance to meet you again. I know if I fulfill the desire of Saraswati Thakur with your power, as I'm negotiating with you for, then I'll get a chance to meet you again. If you preach widely, you'll get a chance. The heart will become cleansed. You'll have some capacity to sit down and, and have some acquaintance with all these things that our Guru's mission is about. The Prabhupada, in a sense, to one extent and further in this Leela where he leaves the world, it's, it's fulfilled. And he left it in his hometown. And with the establishing of that temple, and establishing that I'm connected with all these people. Krishna's connected with all the, these people. Mahabrabhu is connected with all these people. This for the whole world. Somebody asked the other day, what does it mean he could build a house in which the whole world could live? It means he's a true emissary of Vrindavan, where all things possible, all things properly adjusted. This is Vrindavan. What struggle he did to open that temple. And I know uh, and Devi and uh, knows from the other side. Well, personally, there just you know to do anything to to, to buy a brick in Vrindavan is a hassle from a Western point of view. And you, know, you cheated at every step, possibly potentially, and uh, such a, a a struggle. And not only struggle just to do things, but some opposition in the local amongst the locals to the whole idea of your even uh, being there. But it was opened in grand style, and the road from Delhi to Vrindavan was named after him, Bhakti Mark. As the Goswamis brought to life Vrindavan to the world, their preaching was such about Vrindavan that no king in India was thought to be anybody, Hindu king, if he didn't have a temple for his Rani in Vrindavan. Having money is one thing, but how you spend it determines whether you're wealthy or not whether you have class and caliber. Mm-hmm. 
So they are building temples in Vrindavan or dedicating, uh, Rupa Goswami said this, Leela was here, build a god here, build a shrine here, and so forth. How contemporary was their preaching? How much they were integrated with the, with the society in such a way as to as to draw attention from the uh, nobility and the leading powers of the time. Such an esoteric idea, so difficult to explain that they had the patronage of the, of the, of the Rajas. Of course, then over time, we come to Prophet's time, and look, what is, who is ruling the world, what are the powers that be? They know nothing about Krishna, nothing about Vrindavan. Gaudi Vaishnavism was, was, was an obscure tradition that some scholar misunderstood at the University of Chicago. That's all. <laughs> that was the, the limit of its notoriety. Like the Goswamis make Vrindavan accessible and its glory known, the Prabhupada made Vrindavan known to the world what its significance is. And, and, and the crowning uh, jewel to that effort, that service, in one sense, was establishing of that, that temple. And, 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 the, and by which he won, to a large extent, the acknowledgement of the local people. Yes, they are also devotees. Must be. These people. He built a bridge then from, from, from the Western world to, to Vrindavan. And anybody can walk on that easily now. People walk on that bridge very easily, collect some disciples, <laughs> walk back. I don't mean to minimize anybody, but it was hard work to build that bridge. <laughs> they should know. Even, even probably putting bodies on the plates of those who criticizing him, but bringing Western wealth and, and influence to Vrindavan. So establishing that Krishna ball around there, you know, in a sense, was a large step, a visible step in the fulfillment of that aspiration. When I meet you again, my dear friend Krishna, in this way, in Namrethi, herding cows. This is Goshti Lila here that we're discussing. Krishna woke up early on this day ahead of Balaram. He had something special in mind, a picnic lunch. Take, take, go out and, uh, and on bamboo sticks. We will carry our lunches, carry our really ostensibly our, our breakfast, rather than taking breakfast at home. Pack it up and we we'll leave early. I'm so anxious to go. Ram could not come. Ram heard the horn of Krishna and knew something's up today. He's up early before everyone. All the cowherds are assembling in the millions. Just uh, in the billions, in the trillions, <laughs> in the courtyard of Nandamara. <laughs> and Balaram is uh, it, it, so. But Krishna would not go without without, without Balaram, so he sent a message. And, and Balaram sent a message back. Oh, my misfortune! My maternal uncle has come today. He's sitting here like a non-moving living entity <laughs> <in the> house. <laughs> And I have to show deference to him. And I know something very special is going on. And, but this impediment has come to me. And because I'm dear to you, so you're thinking it's an impediment to you? But don't think like that. Sometimes in wonderful things that are about to happen, impediments come, just to, just to illustrate how wonderful they are. So I know something wonderful will happen today in your Leela. Go for it. 
even though I'm not going to be there. So in this way, Krishna begins to proceed. Let me read some shlokas. I'll just read the English for the sake of brevity because we've been talking for some long time. At that time, hundreds and thousands of coward boys came out of their respective homes in Burjabhumi and joined Krishna, keeping before them their hundreds and thousands of groups of calves. The boys were very beautiful. They were equipped with lunch bags, bugles, flutes, sticks, all for controlling the calves. At this time, in this part of Krishna's leela, he gets initiated as, as, a, as a cow herder of the calf, a calf herder. He wants to herd the calves, as I mentioned. It's a problem for his father and mother, but it's their joy as well. They, they realize they have to acknowledge it, and so they give him permission to take care of the calves in certain areas which will be in proximity to the, to the village. And of course, Ram will be with him, the elder, and the strongest of them all, so it should be alright. Because this day, Ram's not going to be there, and Krishna's going to wander beyond the, the allocated uh, jurisdiction uh, given by his parents for his calf herding. But at this point in his life, he, he actually undergoes the initiation of becoming a cow herder. I should say, excuse me, a calf herder. There are two initiations for Krishna. One at this time, and one in the, uh, the right uh, for the night of the Kartik Mas in his Pogandalila, when he becomes a cow herder officially. And this celebration, where he's becoming a calf herder, is exceeded by nothing in the world in terms of being its, its celebratory nature and, the, and the, the, the successive festivals surrounding his being initiated as a cow herder. <coughs> so many young boys came, it was appropriate for them at their age to participate, to sit in on the ceremony. If, they, if all of the tens of thousands of millions of people assembled, could describe it with tens of thousands of mouths. They would need tens of thousands of lifetimes to, to give to justice to such a festival. But Krishna has become a cowherder officially. Brahmins were worshipped. Krishna proceeded and washed the feet of the cows, offered them sweet grasses, paid pranam to them, decorated them, scratching their necks, sharing his heart with them. You know, this cow protection, cow herding is a very special thing. It's actually Anga Vaiti Bhakti. It's not mentioned directly by Rupa Goswami. Rupa Goswami says in his explanation of uh, Vaiti Bhakti and Bhakti one of the things he mentions worshipping sacred trees, like the people tree, Bandham tree, forest tree. In his commentary, Siddhi Goswami Pad says, also, this includes taking care of the cows, circumambulating them, scratching their necks. It's whatever they did. You can just scratch the neck of a cow, you can be directly engaged in, in uh, bhakti. Krishna doing this in the And oh, if they are hungry, if the cow is hungry, Krishna is feeling the pangs of hunger. Mother Yashoda. We're moving now to, to actually entering the forest. On a daily basis, this affair is so dramatic, so drawn out, Krishna's leaving the, leaving the camp to enter into the forest, that it starts and stops 
hundreds of times owing to her motherly affection, which checks it or which checks him from going out of compassion for her. Finally, somehow or other, he, he, he wriggles out of that sentiment into the sentiment of Sakyabhav and greets the all the, the cat, cows, the cat, and all the inhabitants of the forest and so forth. Mother Yasoda insists you must wear shoes going into the forest. He's not an anagram. He's against the principles of cowardice. Don't wear any shoes there. Besides, don't have to worry. In the forest, there are deers, and they and they and they, they, they sweep the paths, and make them very soft, like the sand on the beach. <coughs> and, uh, all the forest facilitates our cow herding. Never any problem. The way he manages to convince her into the forest, into the time of the of making him a cowherd boy. This is the beginning. This is the first time as a calf calf herder, and then as I say later in Poland, as a cow herder. These celebrations, this, this, this instant is drawn out. And then again, every day, when he's coronated as a cowherder, so to speak, king of the cowherders. Nandamar is the king of the cowherders, but he's the son, the prince of the cowherders. Mother Yusuf says, I don't know, Ram, you stay in front, Subal behind, Sridham, Dam on the left side, right side, watch out for him on all sides, protect him. Then, Krishna's behind all the cows. But they won't move until he moves. So he moves in front of them. When Mother Yasoda expresses concern, I should say further, about his soft feet, the cows start breaking the ground with their hooves to show, we, we'll make it all right. Let's go. <laughs> Let him come with us. He wanted to be a calf herder in this Leela. In his book, he wanted to be a cow herder. But it it was already taking place because the cows were developing. This is in, of course, the prakatli, the manifesto. All these things are developing, these eternal sentiments, as Krishna apparently ages. So the cows are developing the desire that they won't, won't go out with Nanda Maharaj. They, they want to go out with Krishna, not with Nanda Maharaj alone, because even when Krishna's hurting the calves, with Nanda, he's with the cow. So, they make their sentiments known, <coughs> and nobody can take them out. So the elder brothers, uh, the elder brothers of Nanda Maharaj, and the younger brothers, all the uncles of Krishna, at this time, Krishna starts developing some uh, close relationship with his uncle. Father and mother very protective, but, but the uncles who never don't get as much spend much time with him. Whatever little time they get, they agree with everything he says. Father will say, no, you can't do this. Mother, no, you can't do that. Huh? He's avoiding them now. He wants to do something that they have some concern about. Going out with the cows, going out with the calves, hurting. But the uncles are very sympathetic. Yes, I think that's a good idea. No way, we'll deal with your father. We'll let him know. So none of us seeing this. Why he's becoming all of a sudden more affectionate towards you, his uncles, than me. And they laugh. They say, hey, sit down. He's the king. Upananda's the elder. But Nandamar's the king. Because the first thing that uh, Arjuna Maharaj, father of Nanda Maharaj, did, well, when he, when he handed over the kingdom, he gave the kingdom to Upananda, his eldest son. You will be the king of the cowherds. The first act that Upananda did as the head of the cowherds was to take the crown and give it to Nanda Maharaj. As an act, first act of the king, I make my middle son of us the king. 
especially for his flowers. And he said, after all, I'm only Upananda, little Nanda. He's the full Nanda. Nanda means, at the root, of course, joy. He is the <laughs> So, now Krishna is with the uncles, and none of them are a little concerned. They sit him down and say, see, the thing is, your son wants to be a coward. Stand for him to be a coward. So, he knows it. Now he's hearing it. And they're preaching to him about it. You have to let him go. You have to, so, with regard to his Bhagavad and becoming a coward, Nandamar says, all right, well, let me talk with Yashoda uh, Mahim. We'll, we'll arrange a date, an auspicious date. And then we'll, 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 make, we'll have the initiation ceremony. That should be done properly and so forth. And then Upananda says, well, you know, the thing is, it's already an auspicious date right now because the cows won't go out without him. And they broke out of the pen today when, he, when they saw him, and they're out there with him already. He said, what? How could it be? The idea also is that initiation has already taken place. When the chemistry is there through shiksha, it's already taken place, the ceremony is uh, formalizing that. There should be some shiksha to build that chemistry. Not that we just give initiation and uh, there's no chemistry. Otherwise, that may be a good thing, a great guru may do, but it may cause a problem also in the, in the future. So better the standard system, uh, anyone can address the best preaching campaign. But standard system, the disciple will hear for some time, so there will be some chemistry, some love. Otherwise, how he can do this from bringing Buddha Seva, as Rupa Goswami recommends, how can he serve with affection, love? Then formalize it. Well, at this time, anyway, Krishna, let's say, has become a Kafir. Later, a Kafir. It's a big, it's a big event in the Brudge. And then, along with the coward boys in their own groups of calves, Krishna came with an unlimited number of calves assembled. They all began to sport in the forest in great playful spirit. And then, all these playful activities are described in some detail. And this introductory section concludes with an important and famous verse. Itam satam brahmasukhanu bhutya dasyam gatanam paradevatainam mayasritanam naradharakina sakam viraju kvitapunjapunja. After describing all these things, Sukadeva Goswami says, What is the position of these coward people? Probably it's like the court of verse. Kvitapunjapunja. What they have done to arrive at this position, to be related with Krishna. In such intimate terms, his mind is bothered, as is ours, such a glorious thing. We have stopped there. Gantaraj, Srimad Bhagavat Ki Jai, Gantaraj, Mohanalila Ki Jai, Gantaraj, Sami Prabhupada Ki Jai, Sivakira Kati Vedimu, Sami Maharaj Ki Jai, Sivakira Siddhanta Shasaki Thakur Prabhupada Ki Jai, Bhakti Vinod Puribhara Ki Jai, Gaur Bhakti Vinod Ki Jai, Dara Bhandi Hari Ki Jai, 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 J